Hi, and welcome to Visual Friends Podcast, conversations about all things visualization with Masters of the Pen. My name is Natalia. I'm a content manager for Visual Friends, and I'll be your host today. And we hope that wherever you are in the world, you're healthy and safe and managing the best you can. COVID-19 has turned our lives upside down, but also it has brought out the best of us, resulting in impactful and creative projects as initiatives that seek to improve our current human experience. And today we'd like to tell you about one such initiative, Scribe Forward a unique and important project that appeared thanks to COVID-19. It amplifies and promotes the work of visual practitioners who volunteer their time and professional skill at virtual events all around the world during this challenging time. So we are talking today to two amazing, talented, and incredibly generous visual practitioners who are behind Scribe Forward. And I'd like to welcome to the mic Angelique Macalpine, the mother of Scribe Forward, an experienced graphic and visual designer, graphic recorder, facilitator, illustrator, and scribe who runs a management consulting company, Drawing Impact. Angelique transformed events with your brilliant and memorable visuals that have left a mark on the work of companies like McKinsey, Samson, Detail, and many, many others. Welcome to the podcast, Angelique. Thank you so much, Natalia. And our second guest, I think I'll call her the godmother of Scribe Forward, is a lettering artist and book author, someone who has been on our podcast already and also gave a keynote address at VizConf last year that Visual Friends organized. This is someone who is obsessed with lettering and sharing everything she learns in that field with us. Thank you for joining us again, Heather Martinez. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I wish I had some fancy side effects because I'm really excited to talk to you both. And this is such a great project and it's so timely. But I think before we jump in, I just want to find out how you're doing and what the isolation and this time looks like on your side. I mean, I'm recording the podcast from a basement in Toronto, Canada, where we moved as a family just before COVID-19. What it's like in Vermont, Angelique? Well, interestingly, my life has not changed that much other than I don't have a travel schedule anymore. <laughs> so I'm, I'm an introvert. I love being at home. I love where I live in the countryside. And although my day revolves around the computer in a way that it didn't before, uh, my daily routine is, is quite comforting, actually. So I feel very fortunate. Oh, that's great to hear. I think, I think introverts, perhaps they're just doing a little bit better than extroverts <laughs> out there. What about you, Hazard? What it's like in Colorado? Yeah, well, I was fortunate enough to get back just in time before the pandemic hit the United States. So I was in Europe. And then when I got home, I too feel pretty comfortable where I am. I live very close to the Animus River. And so I try every day to get out and take a walk if I can. But I too worked a lot from home and I've been working remotely for about three years. So this is very familiar to me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not so bad. But I do enjoy actually seeing all of the people in our field that are getting together online in ways that we've never done before. That's very true because it has changed so many things. And I think Scribe Forward, having been born because of the pandemic, thanks to the pandemic and thanks to all of us getting virtual, that, that's how it all happened. So Angelique, I want to ask you, what inspired you and what was happening in your life professionally in that moment when you came up with the idea of Scribe Forward? Tell us about the origins. Sure. So I had just been absorbing the full impact of having my entire slate of commitments be canceled 
one after the other. I was just watching the dominoes fall. And I had attended a a digital scribing workshop in January, and it had been one of my intentions for 2020 to really ramp up my digital skills. And when this all happened, I thought, okay, the opportunity is here out of necessity. And how do I get started doing this? And when I started becoming a visual practitioner, I, I donated a lot of my time so that I could learn, learn about groups, learn how to play an important part of the group process and an effective part of the group process. And I chose very carefully with who I gave my time to. And that worked really well for me. It was a you know a mutually beneficial relationship. So that was a familiar territory for me. So I, I went back to that. And I thought, well, there's all these amazing virtual things happening. There's more than I could ever possibly participate in. So this is an opportunity for me to build my skills and give something of value at the same time. So that was that was where it started, but it wasn't really formed much more than that until I came across this you know, amazing post on Instagram from Heather, where she had been, well, maybe I should let her tell that part about what her experience was with that post. For me, it was similar in that I like how Angelique painted the picture about dominoes. And um, I got back and immediately all my work was gone. And and I believe in having a plan A, a plan B, and a plan Z. And I've always <laughs> got to work in my plan A, which was, here's what I'm going to do and I'll do it. And I always have. And very quickly, within a couple of days of me returning, my plan A went to plan B very quickly. Everything I had got either postponed or canceled. And of course, we were all experiencing this level of ambiguity at that time. Time, right? And so the exact day that I lost a $10,000 job, I grabbed um, some chalk and it was actually some chalk paint. And I went out onto the sidewalk and I started writing down positive messages for me and for others, because I knew that if I was feeling this way, chances are other people were feeling this way. And I put up the post and I was really starting to believe that we can get through this together. And what, what are some of the me- messages that we need to hear in order to do that positively? So that's why I put it out there. And when Angelique shared with me on the post um, what she was doing, I got very excited. I think we messaged kind of behind the scenes. And uh, by the very next morning, we had been emailing each other back and forth. I said, when would you like to meet? And she said, I think it was something like right now, or maybe she asked me that. And I was like, right now. And it was sort of a jump out of bed and Mm -hmm. jump on a Zoom call as soon as we can just to talk about what her idea was. That sounds fantastic because it's very true is whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you, you are right. So the idea was essentially to show the work of visual practitioners. So perhaps tell us, Angelique, what is the actual project about? And if you're listening to us right now, have a look at the hashtag scribe forward on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, and you'll understand what this conversation is about if you don't know about the project already. Tell us how people are using it. What were you thinking about it? Sure. So I realized that I wouldn't be the only person who was learning new skills and that there was this great opportunity also to really put forward the work that meant the most to us, that if people were choosing their projects based on the values that they most valued for what would emerge from all of this, that there was this opportunity to show this collective work. And it would be pretty simple to celebrate the work and share it on social media to create a repository for it so it didn't get lost in the shuffle. And other things emerged after the fact out of that. But that was really the the starting point was, what if we all did this and what would that look like? And, And it was pretty exciting to think that we had a way of moving forward together, not feeling as isolated and and really acknowledging that there was all of this emergence and it was happening on a really personal, professional and this worldwide level. 
Do you remember the first works that came in from the outside with this hashtag and was shared on social media? Oh gosh, I think Heather and I were in the middle of a conversation that that very first conversation that we had and the words just came to me that, you know, we needed to move forward and we were scribes and scribes have this really important place in history with, with documenting things. And that was it for me. It, it mm-hmm. just came together with that. And, and it made sense to Heather at the time. Yeah. It was really about how can we find these creative intersections that naturally come together? And it just seemed brilliant when she shared the idea. And I think that's when you came up with the words too, or, or maybe shortly after that, what do we call this? And the first works that came in, I think you had some pieces. And then as soon as we put the call out, I think there were people that were submitting in the very first week and they were mainly meetings that were already happening, thinking about the future, thinking about what can we create next. And that was very inspiring. For me, I just kept thinking, we are here to graphic record the pandemic. And how can we as visual practitioners come together and do that? And with Angelique's idea, it was like, here's a platform for it. And anything's possible at this point. You put the graphic recorders center stage and you gave them a voice because usually, even though they're performing such an important function, they're behind the scenes and their work is before them. And now they are there and their work is there. And it's amazing. You have received works from Australia, from Canada, from Spain, from the UK. I'd like to ask you what surprised you about the response and perhaps what have you learned through the work that has come in? I was most surprised by the commonality of experience that if you were to look at any of these pieces and not know where the scribe was located, it's such a common experience that people are having with how they're orienting themselves to um, this new way of working and functioning and the hopefulness for something more and something different and this core hope around humanity moving forward in in a healthy, wonderful, supportive way that's an undercurrent to all of these. And I guess I'm not surprised by that, but I'm I'm thrilled by it. (laughs) Mm. What about you, Hannah? I want to kind of tag on to that because I think that was what was the beautiful thing about this idea is that that came out. But for me, And I keep saying for me personally, because I think it's something that we can all relate to. And that is by reading and and looking at some of these charts, we can say, ah, I feel that too, or I can see where that's possible. And a lot of times when we look at one another's charts on social media, we can either tend to be inspired or maybe almost overwhelmed or intimidated by what other people create. And because it's such a large range of scope in terms of skills that are submitted to Scribe Forward, everyone has a voice. And I love that to be able to see how we're all talking about some very similar things, though there's so many different aspects that are being affected by the pandemic, that there's so many different ways to express yourself. And so what I love most about it is to see a new pace, get to explore it, relate to it. Sometimes we don't always relate to what other people are working on, but this is definitely something we can all relate to, as Angelique said. But for me, it was just look at all the different ways to describe what's happening. And it it is a big wide range of even the scope Some people are sitting in meetings online, of course, and they're talking about future things. They're talking about current things. And then there are some specific, you know, here's what we need to be focused on right now. And so it really does, even with the small number, and I don't want to say small number because they've been very powerful pieces that have submitted to Scribe Forward, we really do have a scope and range of skills and just the way that they've all been expressed. 
It's amazing to see the page on the website, uh, www.scribeforward.com, the gallery page, and they all look so colorful and brilliant and exciting. And, you know, I've been clicking on various of them and just familiarizing myself with the style and where they're from. And the range of topics is amazing. I mean, there are people talking about safety during Zoom meetings, and there are people talking about how to survive this pandemic when you have children. And there are people talking about, you know, how to be, how to hold on to your identity during this time. So it's really brilliant. I want to ask you, originally, Angelique, you saw this project will go on for 30 days and that would be it, but it's ongoing and it looks like it's growing. What's happening with the progress of it? (laughs) Thanks for asking about that. So Heather and I recently chatted about that. And I think where we came out with that is I feel like phase one has happened. We've come up with a way of of working in social media and building the website. And we've figured out the structural pieces and the response has been tremendous. And I think this actually, your podcast marks the beginning of phase two is how I'm thinking of it. You know, we started with the interview with Heather and I, and now we'll proceed to the next phase with this interview. And and we'll keep it going and then evaluate again in, in another time frame. I think 30 days has worked out well. So I'll be updating the website and put another 30 days onto it. Great. I think it definitely will go on beyond 30 days. I'd like to ask you also personally what you have taken out of this project. So do I understand correctly that before that you knew of each other, but you have not connected? You were not friends? For starters, you have this relationship happening and and this project. How has it personally been for you? I had actually reached out to Heather some months before this with a really gushy email. asking about her work in appreciative inquiry because I was doing some appreciative inquiry coursework and she just wrote this wonderful email back to me in encouraging me with that path forward and shared her I guess it was her capstone project for that so we had a little bit of back and forth in in that way yeah, I think you recommended me for a job last fall oh, right. or something like that. And and I, I kept thinking, do I know this person? And I kept thinking, I know this is familiar. And I went through my emails. And, and so, yeah, so I would say we've never met in person. Mm-hmm. And we've literally had, what, just a few email exchanges. And that this whole thing came together quite easily. And that's what I mean by those creative intersections is when you see something, you're like, this is so possible, so easy. And it would be very, I mean, I don't want to say that not a lot of effort has gone into it because it's such a gorgeous website. And Angelique has done a great job of organizing all of this. But at the same time, it's also very easy. Like it, it kind of self-propels itself when people hear about it and they can think, oh, do I have something that I've done this week or that I can do next week? I mean, definitely keep it current that I could submit. Yes, that's wonderful. But no, I would say we haven't really had much of an opportunity other than this spark of hope and humanity in each other. One of the things that I love about Angelique is that she's so well spoken. She can clearly talk about these things in ways that there's still ideas in my head. And I tend to be a little bit of an an idea magnet whenever I hear an idea. Oh, how can I help with that? How can I be a part of that? And Mm -hmm. when Angelique reached out, I was like, how can I support this in any way? Because the potential for this project is incredible. And what it actually serves and the values that it's based on is beautiful. So why wouldn't I want to be a part of this? That's a great answer. Thank you so much, Heather. And it actually leads very naturally to my next question that I'd like to ask you both. How do you see the future of this project? What is your vision for it and how would you like it to serve? So in the spirit of an iterative process, I think that's something we'll keep revisiting. I would love for it to just 
keep gathering momentum as it moves forward. In a dream world, I would find myself looking for a different way of using the technology because it got ahead of me and we needed a way to automate it because we had so many things coming in and we needed so much internet bandwidth for resharing them. That could happen. Right now, it's a pretty manual process for creating the website. And we do spend the time on social media, particularly Heather, with amplifying. But you know, Heather has been a really amazing coach throughout this process, which was one of the things that you know really first emerged when we connected was she had all these great questions to ask me about aspirations around this and helping me to form thoughts that would help it succeed especially the intersection between reality and aspiration. <laughs> <laughs> reality and inspiration, that's great. <laughs> you know, which brings me back to the, well, it's iterative. We'll know as it keeps happening. I think the liveliness of this and how long it lasts is really going to depend on people submitting. And so I would love to do a call for action to encourage people, again, to be thinking about what have they done very recently and what are they working on in the next week? What meetings are they going to be in? Even really creating pieces for this so that they can share it. It's a way for us to all connect. And I love that you said in a dream world, because in my dream world, I think of, you know, there are very large organizations that we as visual practitioners, there are visual practitioners out there who have worked with the UN, who have worked with WHO, who have worked with these organizations, and how can they get more involved or how can we leverage our relationships with them or maybe even some of the organizations that we're a part of, some of the facilitation and visual facilitation organizations that we're a part of, how can they partner with some of these larger organizations <laughs> so that we have opportunities as visual practitioners to do more of this work, to be more a part of the conversation and to help create a new world rather than going back to one that may or may not have been working, but how do we go forward in the work that we do, right? So you talked about it. We created a platform that puts graphic recorders front and center. How can we stay that way? And how can we really be of service to the world as we go through this time? Mm, that is great. And I love the purpose of Scribe Forward, which you document on the website, which is to support efforts aligned with our personal values as we move forward in the world disrupted by COVID-19, and also to advance our skills as visual practitioners during the transition from in-person events to virtual events, which is fantastic. It's very human and it's beautiful. And I hope the dreams will come true and we'll have Scribe Forward in the dream world. I'd like to ask you, having lived through this pandemic, how do you think your values have changed and that might influence your work and style of your work because the Scribe Forward is based on values. That's what drove it. Um, do you think your values have changed? Do you think your work will change? Do you think your style will change your priorities? And perhaps I'll go back to Angelique. Yeah, that's such a great question. Thank you. So I think that it really brought front and center to me that if you have any values around compassion, that they have to start with self-compassion. And that had been something that I'd sort of been working on. And, and I knew it was a thing that I needed to work on, but it became reality that you really have to have a lot of care for yourself and understanding and be your own best friend while you're transitioning especially in a place where we can be so alone and isolated from our usual support systems. And when you really do that mind shift for taking care of yourself, it changes how everything else works. It makes it so easy to put limitations and boundaries around how you serve others so that you're serving yourself first, you know, with the ultimate end of being able to serve others. It starts off a beautiful cycle. So that's been what's come out of it for me. 
I don't think it will change much for you because you mentioned that you already you aligned your work with your values. So I think you'll just continue down that path, which I think, you know, lots of us still can learn. What about you, Heather? It's hard to follow her. I just, this is why I love this woman. <laughs> this is why I love her because she says those things. I'm like, she put into words, you know, what I was feeling through this process. And I too, we both are very aligned with our values and the decisions we make. And so I don't think that it's changed my values. I really don't believe that. But it has made me really look at the rest of the world and be curious about and and sometimes I'm judging too because I'm trying to figure it out. I'm struggling with what's happening just as everyone else is. I'm trying to understand different points of view. And there was a point about two weeks after we started Scribe Forward where it felt like, what if we're not in this together? So many people want different things. And I knew then that I just had to keep holding strong to my values and hoping that others would too, so that we would continue to share and express how we're feeling as we go through this so that we can support one another. So in terms of values, didn't change much, but it has changed what I am doing. And I think that all of us can relate to that as well. Mm. I think I'll wrap up here. I congratulate you on your investing your time in this project and I can't thank you enough for your generosity and for your work and for your wise counsel and we invite you our listeners to forward scribe forward on social media to share your work to look at the website and perhaps to learn if you're not comfortable enough sharing it's a great project and we uh, invite you to connect with Heather and with Angelique you can find Angelique online at www.drawingimpact.com or connect with her on Instagram at Visual Practitioner. And you can connect with Heather on Instagram at Corp Graffiti Art. And you can learn the skills and techniques visual professionals use in Heather's new Listen, Letter, Draw Together course at www.letslettertogether.com. And you're also welcome to join Heather online during free Lettering Tips Tuesday sessions every month where Heather shares all her knowledge so we'll put all this information in the episode notes and you can connect with us at www.visualfriends.com find us on linkedin instagram or facebook we are very happy now to be able to offer our students virtual live two-day visualization courses teaching the picabula technique so you can attend anywhere in the world which is pretty exciting for us Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode, learned something useful, and were inspired by what Angelique and Heather have created. And if you did enjoy the episode, please share it with your friends, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, give us a rating or leave a comment. And also let us know who you would like to hear on the podcast and what topics interest you. But for now, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. 